I don't know how many times I got asked if I speak English. And so today's episode, we are just going to talk about that, like about language, how speaking a foreign language is impacting our mental health and what it actually means in terms of like integration and appreciation of the place where we live or the necessity to move elsewhere. For those new to this space, welcome. We Are Here Too is a podcast about mental health when living abroad. And my name is Francesca. I'm the host of the podcast and I'm an Italian counsellor living in the UK, specifically in Scotland. And when I moved to Scotland 11 years ago, I still remember this situation that happened to me that now looking back I'm just like yeah of course like that totally makes sense but at the time it really felt like you know like digging in an open wound um, and then feeling completely like destroyed by it Uh, I suppose at the time I was very fragile when I moved to Scotland and there was a lot happening for me that uh, only now I can make sense of it all. But what happened in that moment is like I was looking for a flat and I finally found the place and contacted the owner and uh, me and the landlady, we eventually like went through the contract, we met, we had a chat and then she asked me, so why are you here, Francesca? Are you are you going to study English here? Is that the reason of your visit? And let me tell you, I was like, what? Why? My English is perfect. Why is this person thinking that my English is not okay? Am I not making myself clear enough? Is my English not good enough for the UK? Is there something wrong with the way I'm pronouncing words? And I got incredibly so self-critical. And I suppose in a way that was like bringing up a lot of stuff for me that was not coming from that small interaction. It was coming from something else, from a past. And But in that moment where everything that I wanted was actually to communicate, to feel understood and to engage and integrate like but in that moment which was so early on in my experience of living in Scotland like really shook me. I would say that there is usually a lot of um, anxiety and stress coming with uh, speaking a foreign language and it's true that you know anxiety and stress um can impact on the speech. They can have a negative influence on our self-esteem and confidence and ability to communicate. And so it's also normal that when we feel so much under stress, like our speech and our ability to speak a foreign language just really goes to beats and good luck really. And still nowadays, when I'm feeling a bit under stressed, I notice immediately how my ability to say anything, even the simplest of sentences, just disappears. It, it evaporates and I don't even know how. But nowadays, I'm just like thinking about it when that happens to me. I'm just like, yeah, of course, I'm stressed. Like, chill, Francesca. <laughs> like, it, it's going to get better. You know, but, you know, for a very long period of time, 
I didn't even know that was exactly what was happening to me. And and so my speech was getting worse and worse. I was not clear, like, you know, my, my head was feeling a bit fuzzled. And, and of course, when I'm in that space, how am I even kidding? How can I even communicate? And there was a phase when I actually really hated speaking English. I just couldn't master it. I was reaching a point where I was like, I just want to express more, but people do not either understand me because of my accent, because of the way I pronounce words, or simply because the the, the sentence itself makes absolutely no sense. And I was getting exhausted by it all. Like, I still remember, like, the moment when I was like, oh, wow, like, speaking a foreign language and try to assimilate other words and try to learn in the process, especially when you first move to a new country, it's so incredibly exhausting because we are trying to learn, right? Like, when we first speak a foreign language, we are just, like, sponges and we are absorbing, whether we like it or not, we're just absorbing, like, new idiomatic uh, phrases, like sentences, vocabulary, expressions, sayings, and and it's all so cluttery, right? And we, we I, I suppose what happens is like, we also miss the nuances of it. And as if that's not enough, like the exhaustions that come with it, <laughs> we enter this spiral of like anxiety and stress now because we are struggling to communicate. I suppose that, you know, looking back at my life experiences and when I moved to a different country and tried to learn a new language, how difficult that experience was for me and how much struggles and efforts and sleepless nights I spent making sure that I would learn the language to a point where I felt like, yes, like I have um, the competencies to express myself the best I could. Um, that that's one of the reasons why sometimes when I have to think about where I'm going to move next, I feel like my uh, possibilities are limited by the languages that I know. And I don't think I know any other language to the proficiency level that English is for me. And so I'm thinking, oh, am I willing to actually you know, move things upside down and bring myself to a place of miscomprehension, uh, misunderstandings, not being able to communicate fully what I want to say, uh, which sometimes felt also like, you know, fueled as well a sense of like overall isolation and loneliness because it was difficult for me to connect to other realities really, or even to feel integrated. Because realistically, once you know the language, you understand the culture as uh, as well. And for a very long time, I never felt like I was understanding like Scottish culture because there were so many um, words and ways of being that were so connected to one another that I felt really lost. And so over and over again, I'm thinking, why would I put myself in that place again? <laughs> right? Like, I suppose that's a very legitimate question. And I'm curious to know if you experience that yourself, right? Like, you, l- let me know, please, because, you know, I suppose the point of this podcast is to make sure that, you know, we don't feel alone in our experiences. 
Um, truth is that now I would approach this very differently. I wouldn't necessarily just chance it and move to a new country and see where it lands with the language. I would prepare myself. And I suppose that over the years, it's about like finding a balance between like spontaneity and organization and and see where that leads. I always feel like that when I share things on my podcast, I never necessarily give like a one a one answer to any of the issues that I'm bringing here. And I suppose for me, it's very cyclical. Like all my experiences about these different elements of our life abroad, like I said before, I don't know, cultural shock or the sense of guilt or issues around like organizing holidays. All of this, they come cyclically. And every time I have to find like in the resources to deal with them. And sometimes I'm feeling better. Sometimes I'm, I'm feeling less okay. And I suppose that's part of what it means to live abroad. It's about like um, learning what it's working and what it's not working for us. So hopefully we can put things in place when we decide to move on. Whether on means um, staying in the country and, you know, finding ways to settle a bit further, a bit more fully or moving back to our country of origin or simply moving elsewhere. There was a time where actually I didn't want to have anything to do with Italian language. And the reasons could be many or could be simply one, but I suppose my relationship with it changed. And so there is a part of me now who doesn't really care if for people, I sound Italian, whilst in the past, I would be so upset because I felt like, how is it even possible? Like, my English is getting better. Um, why why do you, could, you, could you still hear my Italianness coming through it? And now I'm just like, yes, I welcome that. I'm so happy you're actually hearing that because that's where my heritage is. And I'm, I'm carrying it with pride and before I didn't feel like I, I, I could do that or I would necessarily want to do that and there is one thing which is like pronunciation and of course I had to improve that because I I was I don't know recording things for uh, different projects and such and listening back I was like I'm not even sure what I'm saying there like it was not my pronunciation was so not clear to me either but the accent it was it is what actually makes us us. And I, in some ways, I got to turn with it. And I wonder if you're struggling to carry your Italianness through that. Like, I, I would invite you to wonder what is it? What is it that you that is getting in the way for you to feel connected to your own culture? Does it feel like it's not possible for you to separate what is good and what is not good? Does it feel like you cannot carry it fully? Does it feel too heavy? Did you feel discriminated by it? You know, because sometimes that is also the element that comes into play. And for us, it's best to uh, assimilate uh, and, and blend in rather than stand out because it's clearly safer. Okay, but what are the reasons that are not allowing you to feel in touch with your uh, with your nationality through your language? And I suppose you can find a lot of answers in there and I, I hope you can welcome them and don't resist them. And I think you can uh, find your way through. 
And so I suppose with this, we are at the end of another episode. Like time really flies. I hope you are enjoying this. And there are three episodes left to season one. And I suppose I'm still going to share some of the news and ideas that I have for future season because yes, it's happening. Season two is happening. So stay tuned. Uh, thank you for listening and email me if you have feedback. I would very much welcome them. Bye.